Well, g'day, g'day. My name's Andrew and welcome to your awakening. I'm joined today again by my good friend, Jordan Mullen. How are you doing today, Jordan? I'm really good, Andrew. It's great to be here again. Fantastic. We had a huge response to uh, our first podcast that we put out. Hundreds of people listening to that and being blessed all around the nation and I'm sure the nations of the world. And uh, there is definitely something that resonates with people when it comes to uh, understanding who they are as a son or daughter of God. Um, And we're in the middle of this 40-day, or we're just at the start of this 40-day prayer relay, and we're putting out these podcasts in in line with some prayer guides that we've got coming out, some Zoom prayer calls, and just this amazing uh, momentum and movement of prayer that's happening over these 40 days. But I've been really surprised at how people so resonate with this um, this thought that you can actually have an orphan spirit or you can have a spirit of adoption um, as a son or daughter of the living God. So, um, Jordan, I'd just love to, as we jump into this podcast and we really encourage our listeners around this theme, I'd just love to ask your, you a question on why do you believe um that people, you know, are resonating with this, why are people really are kind of eating this up and really receiving it? But, um, you know, what is it that makes people not know this? Because for some people, we would say, oh, this is a, it's a no-brainer. You become a Christian, you become a child of God. And yet we're talking to so many Christians, and when we tell them they're a son or a daughter, they just light up like a Christmas tree. Um, so I'm intrigued. Why do you think that is? Well, there could be a few things, Andrew, just as you're asking me the question. First thing that comes to mind is being an orphan. You can you can be very isolated in this culture. You can be very independent, doing your own thing. And it's, it's just not great. Like, it's we're made to be in community. And uh, look, I understand there's probably a lot of people who've been hurt by the church. And sometimes people can confuse the institution of the church, which obviously is going to have flaws and it's not going to be perfect with the reality of being a part of a family. Because if you're a son, you're a part of a family, but not just any family, but the family of God. So I think that's one thing. I think the second thing as well is, I guess, uh, this is very authentic and real, knowing your father and being a son. It's, it's all about relationship. and there's one thing that I've found with Australians is we're not really into religion per se. We're into relationship. We want things to be real. We don't like to fake it. Um, we call a spade a spade, you know, and people just don't want to, it's religions like having like some bad food. You eat it and it might taste okay. Like McDonald's, but you know, an hour later you're ready to throw it up and relationship with God being a son. It's the real deal. It's the authentic thing. And, people are looking for something that's real and authentic in this culture and in a world of social media we don't want to be isolated we want to be a part of a a community and a family so i think they're just a few things that come to mind what about yourself andrew why do you think um people are resonating with it we'd be really interested to hear that yeah well i definitely think that uh we see religion um and and the hurt from the church as part of it i think also the hurt from um, our natural families, our natural yeah. fa- fathers, 
and uh, again and again talking to people whose dads have died or whose dads have been absent or maybe they didn't have a dad and so they 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 know there's something in them that knows that they they're created to be you know a son or a daughter of a father that they that they're created for that and yet um and they know that it's meant to be a good pure wholesome relationship Mm. and yet um often the experience can be one of abuse one of neglect one of betrayal whether that's from you know a church or whether that's from uh their their actual family so then how do i actually flourish in the family of god how do i relate to god as a father that becomes a challenge and i definitely think that um you know we're seeing this uh with law changes especially across the um especially across the western world we're seeing these law changes that are removing um people from even uh having an option of having a father wow um, and and i i would say that on top of you know our bad experience with our, with our, our you know maybe bad, bad experiences with family or bad experiences with church is also this um i would name it as a demonic attack against children and mm. and against people's identities and we see that come through um where you know where you know really evil laws are passed that take away the opportunity for a child to have a father um or uh, you know i see it through the lies that people will believe um through media through um yeah it's as very simple as watching you know you can you can be watching a show and and watching an interaction and you go ah oh, okay that child got the praise of his dad um by performance and, and just very subtle seeds of the enemy but i do really believe sometimes subtle sometimes very direct but i do really believe we're under a spiritual we're in a spiritual war we're under spiritual attack and the enemy is going for people's identity as sons and daughters um so i think that's another another aspect for sure mm and it's interesting because i think the whole thing of identity is coming up a lot and uh my observation is you can look for your identity in lots of things you can look for your identity in your work people looking for their identity in their gender you know there's just this delusion of identity that's happening and when you find your identity in something other than you know god and being in christ like knowing who you are in christ it's just it just doesn't satisfy you know if if your identity is in you know you know your career that's not going to last very long because you're going to come across challenges and i've seen this happen with with um people that i know that they that something happens in their career it all crumbles and their identity is just lost whereas if your identity is in christ it's on something that's solid it's a rock and it's not in yourself it's in the perfect one so i think that's possibly another aspect as well is by knowing yourself uh, as a son of god you know who you are in christ and I, the the phrase there is in christ i think that's been the discovery for me like i think when i've seen myself in having an identity in other things i just it just doesn't satisfy it just seems quite empty really uh but when you read the word of god and it shows you your true identity 
there's something that comes in that that gives you this revelation of you know you can um you can do anything really in christ because it's not our power or our will or our strength it's really what jesus has already done yeah absolutely and i think um without a doubt probably the most significant thing that people can can realize is that it is done that god did do this for us it's 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 uh this is not something that we have to strive for and and the word Mm. being the bible is is so 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 key Mm. Um, the people being set free and to people knowing who they are um i have found you know i mean we look at jesus we look at uh his temptation in the wilderness and what does the devil go after so the father has just said this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased then he goes jesus goes into the wilderness and he says uh, and the devil says if you are the son of god so he goes straight into uh attacking his identity mm. if you are the son of god and what does uh jesus combat the enemy with he combats the enemy with the word he combats the enemy with the scripture he's he basically quotes back scripture to the devil uh he says it is written do not put the lord your god to the test you know it is written he 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 fought back um with with scripture and i think anytime our identity comes under attack we need to fight back with with scripture Mm. Uh, sadly however some people don't know their bibles um they don't Mm. know this amazing content that is available to them and that the bible is more than simply a book it's a it's a weapon um to extinguish the attacks of the enemy so um yeah i'd be intrigued just as we as we're chatting about you know how how have you engaged with the bible how has that helped you on your journey of understanding yourself as a son um of god what what is it what does that look like for you yeah i think it uh starts it started for me where i think i was personally my, you know my relationship with god uh those times where i had a lot of condemnation so uh, I really didn't know who I was and, you know, Satan would always uh, throw things at me, you know, like the word says he's an accuser of, of, the, of the brethren. And he would say things to me that I almost think, I almost thought they were true, you know, like he would use elements of truth. And we even see that when Jesus was tempted, like he, Satan uses scripture at times and sadly tries to twist things. He's a deceiver. So one of the things I realized was, you know, we talk about the lies of Satan they're not obvious they're they're subtle Mm. so i think when i came to this realization that um satan was a liar and he was a deceiver and he was out like a roaring lion seeking who he would devour when Mm. when i realized that i was able to start to to know what was going on i don't know if you've ever been um just just have an associate or relationship with someone and they can trick you. Something that's just someone who might be a little bit, um, a bit of a trickster. And the first time they get you off guard and you take it, the second time, maybe the third time you go, hang on a second, I know what this person's up to here. I'm not gonna fall for this again. Mm. And I think we can fall into these traps of the enemy. And, um, but after a while you start to go, no, this is just deceit. This is an assignment against who I am and my identity in Christ. 
So I think one way to de- defeat it has been to know the truth. You know, the truth is what sets us free. The truth is what breaks the lies of Satan. So when we're all kind of tangled up in these deceits and these things that are just, you know, it's like being in a a web or a net sometimes. Uh, You get someone who comes into your life or or, or just opening the Bible, you know, and just hearing the word of God and it just cuts you deep and it just Mm. instantly breaks the lie from the truth. So I think that's been something for me. And I think it's something that I think growing up, I was told, you know, don't talk too much about, you know, the devil. The Bible says, you know, give no place to the devil. You don't have to talk about him. And they would talk about these, you know, Pentecostal, Pentecostal extremes of, you know, ca- casting, you know, devils out of doorknobs or whatever. And so I was always a bit wary about thinking about Satan and the devil. But <laughs> what I realized was I was giving place to the devil, you know, by not mm. entertaining that he was there. So that mm-hmm. that's really what the scripture then meant to me. And then I saw his trickery and I was able to, to really take the sword um, of God, which is a word of God, and it just divides. And I think, mm. I think in our culture, you know, it says the word of God separates both soul and spirit. And mm-hmm. I think that's been really helpful to go, you know what, there's soulish uh, things out there in this world that wants to lure us or wants to, to take us out of, of the things of God. And then there's things of the spirit. And the word of God just cuts through that. And it just, it really is a precision cut that frees us from anything that's trying to pull us into darkness. Yes. So yeah, what, what about yourself, Andrew? How, how have you found, yeah, going through these things and, and really knowing your identity and standing against the lies of Satan? Yeah. Well, uh, I have honestly, I read my Bible every day and I don't say that um, to brag, I think that should be like the bare minimum for a Christian is that we're in the word every single day. Mm. Um, and what that means is I, you know, I would say in general for the, for the majority of my Christian walk, I've read my Bible every day, if not multiple times a day. And what that means is the word just gets into me. Um, and you know, people, I remember hearing someone say this. They said, "We uh, we don't always remember the meals that we eat, but if we didn't eat them, we'd be dead." And what I what I know is that you know, sometimes we can read the Bible and it just feels dry, but it gets into us. And over time, um, the more you read your Bible, the more. the more it gets into you the more it's a part of you and it's just it's just the most amazing um, blessing to to have the word in you because then you can draw on it so one I read the Bible all the time you know um, I have a saying um, no Bible no prayer no breakfast no phone and it doesn't mean that I'm perfect at it, but I tell you what, it helps me um, when I do do it. Is I, if I haven't read my Bible and I and I haven't prayed, then I'm not going to pick up my phone and I'm not going to sit down to have my breakfast. Sometimes I read my my Bible with my breakfast, but I always make sure that it's the first thing I do. And the Bible is full, chocker blocks full with. Uh, verses that combat the lies of the enemy, especially around our identity with Christ. And we actually put in our in our prayer guide that's been released, which you can grab 
you just go to 40daysofprayer.org.au and sign up for the emails you'll you'll get them um throughout this time and you can see these prayer guides and in two prayer guide uh, one and this is such a limited amount of verses really compared to the whole of scripture but we've just asked the question what does the word of god say about our identity 1 john 3 1 says we're children of god 2 corinthians 5 17 says we're a new creation 2 corinthians 5 21 says we're the righteousness of god ephesians 1 6 we're accepted into the beloved romans 6 20 to 22 says that we're free from sin ephesians 2 10 where is workmanship and masterpiece romans 8 19 we are co-heirs with christ and of course we could go on the bible is so full of scripture that will tell you who you are as his workmanship his masterpiece his child a co-heir free from sin righteous accepted beloved you know it's just amazing what's in the bible but if we don't access our bibles if we're not reading it it's no wonder that when the enemy comes and says if you are a son of god or if you are a child of god um we go oh yeah yeah maybe i'm not oh gee oh maybe i need to earn my way maybe i this maybe i that instead of being able to stand firm on the word of god so that would be a huge encouragement i would have for anyone that's going i just don't feel it i need a revelation about my my identity i you know i hear you guys talking about the challenges of being a, a son or a daughter and my dad's been absent or my dad died or my church hurt me or you know older uh, men and women in my life have always let me down if that's been your reality i encourage you grab your bible do a search even just a search you can you can literally just like google verses on being a son of god and you'd be amazed at what comes up um, there are so many verses um about your position in him yeah um and so jordan just as we kind of wrap up this week i'd love it if you could uh, pray for people and if you've got any other like closing thoughts around uh you know how how we can this week in particular really lean into stepping up because one thing to know that you're a son, a son or a daughter of God's another thing to step up and step into that identity so if you've got any closing thoughts and maybe a prayer um, for our listeners that would be amazing yeah well, one thing I encourage people to do is, is to get the guide from the website um, it does also talk about the difference between being a slave and a son you know, a slave not working, you know, not to be working under obligation, but a son. And it talks about how as sons, we're, you know, we're co-heirs with Christ in the kingdom of God. And it's not an obligation anymore. We're part of a family and we're going to sow in. So there's some really great points in there. And the other thing I encourage you to do is the activations. So the mm. activations, the first one is actually destroying the lies with the truth. So one of the things we're encouraging people to do is write a list of lies you think you could be believing and find scriptures that counter that lie. The uh, the second activation is around searching for your identity in Christ. So, you know, it's great, you know, talk about in there about, you know, you can get a prophetic word and, and those things are important at times, but sometimes we just need to go to the Bible and go, what does the Bible say about us? Yes. You know, and uh, the Holy Spirit brings life to the word. 
but really encouraging people to search the scriptures. And the last one is in the uh, third activation is when you're, uh, you know who you are, you know you're not a slave, you're a son, you start to see things in, in a new way. It's in technicolor. It's, it all comes alive. You know, it, the scriptures say that the earth is groaning for the revealing of the sons and daughters of God. Why? Because it's the bringing of the kingdom. So the last activation is stepping up as, as sons and daughters in the kingdom of God as joint heirs with Christ so we can see his kingdom come on earth. So, yeah, I'll just pray now for this and, um, and then maybe we'll just quickly close up on um, just a little bit about some of the online and offline events coming up as well, possibly, Andrew. But, yeah, Father God, we come before you in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, you've given us the spirit of truth. And, Father, we live in a world where there are lies coming against us all the time, Father. Father, we pray that you give us um, discernment on what is true and what is not true, Father. Father, we pray that we, we find the time for the Word of God, that we, are, we have a hunger to know who we are in Christ, who Christ is, and, and where we sit in Him as a son or daughter of the living God. Father, we pray as we go into this week, Father, if we're, any of us are tangled up in any of the deceit of the enemy, Father, we pray that this will be broken in the name of Jesus. Even as people listen to this podcast, things in their spirit will be revealed to them of some, some lie that they've been believing, Father. And Father, just pray as people do this exercise, Father, that you'll prompt those things, that they can take that piece of paper and they can write those things down, that your spirit will prompt them the lies that they're believing and you'll just bring scripture to them as they're writing that and they can hold on to those scriptures as they go through the week father and lastly father pray that we start to step up that we're no longer timid in our belief we're no longer a victim we're no longer um, afraid of of this life and what we go through and coming up with excuses and blaming others um, for anything father that we can take um, uh, the fullness of christ in us and see that and have victory in that and know that the enemy has been defeated he has no power and that we are now seated with your son jesus in heavenly places in christ and there's no weapon that is formed against us will prosper that the fiery darts of the wicked will fall of us now and the truth of your word will hold us strong as we go into our week so we pray these things in the mighty name of jesus amen so good awesome thank you so much um so uh, for those of you who want to keep involved, to keep um, to keep going with uh, this journey, just go to 40daysofprayer.org.au. And there's a couple of things that I want to point out just as we close. And that is that uh, you can absolutely uh, be, you, you, you're not going on this journey alone. You can be a part of a community that is going to journey with you in breakthrough for yourself, but not just for yourself, but so that the Father heart of God can overflow into uh, this nation and all the nations of the world. And there's a couple of opportunities coming up uh, for you. The first thing I would say is uh, we've got a Zoom call every Wednesday during the 40-day prayer relay. And uh, if you want the details for that, once again, go to uh, 40 days of prayer.org.au and all you need to do is uh, register your details there and you'll get emails with with updates so there's a zoom call there's also a whatsapp group details once again at 40 days of prayer.org.au 
and people are uh, encouraging each other and sharpening each other um, on that WhatsApp group uh, every day. There's just messages, people praying together. It's a great way to do this journey together. And the last thing I would say is we have got an event coming up called uh, The Overflow. And I want you to whack that in your diaries right now if you can. It is going to be on the 14th of April, the 14th of April, that's Sunday the 14th, uh, in the evening, In it's going to be at Bethany International Church in Melbourne. So the 14th of April, and we're encouraging people to grab a group, to register their group, uh, to come along. Um, and we are going to be praying for people on that night to really overflow the Father heart of God. And so if you need someone to stand with you in person and pray with you so that you would receive that Father's blessing, that's going to happen on the night. If you um, feel you need a commissioning, a this is my beloved son moment, that's (laughs) going to happen on the night. And it's it really is going to be powerful. So um, I encourage you to uh, to save the 14th in your in your diary right now and we'll get you more details uh, later on. The key is sign up at 40daysofprayer.org.au. Yes. Awesome, Jordan. Well, it's great to be uh, together today talking about this very important topic and I really do believe that people can rise up with the power of the word, fight the enemy and walk as sons and daughters. Amen.